afternoon, evening, and welcome. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network at republicbroadcasting.org. Hour one of the broadcast here on this Wednesday, the 21st of February, 2024. I'm your host, Richard Carey, and this is Beyond the Official Narrative. And I have with me, per usual Wednesday, my Wednesday co-host, Mr. David Scorpio. And, of course, David can be found on his own broadcast every Sunday uh, right here on Texas's own Republic Broadcasting Network. That's the Scorpio International Holding Company, LLC. And, of course, you can always catch that, uh, well, Central, if, assuming you're in Central Time, 4 p.m., 4 to 6. David, how are you today, this evening? I'm doing well, Richard. Uh, I'm here and ready to have our discussion uh, for the afternoon. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, it's kind of afternoon slash evening, uh, twilight, well, that uh, dusk right there around, no matter where you are in the country, uh, more more or less. And I mean, is, there, is there anything you would like to mention? I mean, what sounds like it's been the big news to most people out there uh, in, in recent days? Hmm. Yeah, I'm not hearing you, David. You seem to be back, back on mute. Technical. Uh, oh, can, can you hear me now, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Operator error. Um, yeah, you know, the, uh, I called into Jim Fetzer's show a little earlier today and brought up some things that are kind of relevant to the news that might be interesting to briefly discuss. And uh, one was that um, you know, there's all this talk that Michelle Obama is going to be the Democrat nominee. And I just don't think that's going to happen uh, for a variety of reasons. One is, Mike, I mean, Michelle, uh, is not looking good these days. If you've seen the photos of her recently, she's not looking good. It almost looks like Big Mike has AIDS or something like that. I mean, you know, something's not right, not looking good. And so I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's uh, complete mythology. It could very well end up just being Joe Biden again, um, if there is indeed more than one Joe Biden. And I think there's a lot of evidence to suggest that there's at least one body double Joe Biden going out on occasions. Uh, either that or it could be Gavin Newsom, because he's uh, telegenic and he's 100% on board with the right agendas. And he's connected through family connections and other things as well. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, we certainly have a divided populace on expectations for this election cycle. And some even think there won't be an election, that something or other um, will be used uh, as a justification 
to forego an election this time around. It's it's uh, it's that important. It, it's usually to the uh, uh, pro uh, Trump uh, people, and you know, but a lot of people out there who try to balance things objectively, you know, relatively fair and balanced, they think it's just going to be a lot harder for for people to fake the election and that Trump uh, overwhelmingly. Um, will have a vote because there's no no other viable candidates uh, as of you know what what they see right now. But well, Richard, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I think the Democrats are going to actually double down on the cheating because they got away with it last time very well, and nobody was caught really except for a couple minor players, and they've created this whole mythology that uh, if you're an election denier, you're a horrible person and probably part of the January six. Uh, you know, insurrection. So they've created a you know a, a whole narrative around this, and I don't see any reason why they wouldn't cheat again. Uh, uh, cheating in elections is an American tradition, really. If you look back on the history, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I mean it's not like it just started with Trump to, to any significance. It may have been the largest. Um, Alteration from the the popular vote, if we're to believe, you know, the impressions uh, we had in the independent media around the, uh, well, 2016 election, 2015. So, I don't know, other than, well, compared, you know, to 2020. But, I mean, I don't know. look Look at the 2001 or the 2000 election. That election was certainly fixed and stolen. Uh via a, an operation uh, that was actually run by Roger Stone behind the scenes with the whole hanging chads thing and the, you know, the, the problem at the voting booths and stuff. That was all run by Roger Stone. And then you know, they got the Supreme Court to, to actually make them stop counting the votes and give the election to uh, George Bush. It's very likely that Al Gore won that election. But here's the important part here. Al Gore went along with the charade he went along with the act and said okay george bush wins and of course he was rewarded for it down the line he's now a billionaire according to many accounts uh because of getting in early on the carbon trading on the chicago stock market and all of his um, you know his role as the uh climate messenger that's brought him quite a bit of fame and uh wealth as well but donald trump broke that that pact uh, and I think that's another reason why there's multiple reasons why Trump, I do not believe, will be allowed to be president again. Yeah, and speaking of Gore, I mean, there are these claims he makes to being instrumental in what the uh, adoption of the Internet for for everyday people. Is it like outside of military and academia or I mean, what what is his claim? Because uh, you'll hear people refer to uh, Al Gore's internet. Even uh, the myth is so, so much out there. Yeah, something along those lines. But uh, I like to focus on Al Gore being a, a possible uh, shape-shifting reptilian and a blood drinker. Uh, you know, that was one of the things that he was accused of back back in the nineties and early two thousands. And I certainly find the climate psyop to be his greatest crime personally but it just bothers me how oh, much yeah absolutely and he, he's played a very important role in that 
And if you look, in all honesty, I kind of joke about the shape-shifting reptilian thing, but in all honesty, the man is really evil-looking. If you look at, into his <laughs> eyes, he's truly an evil man. Uh, there's something not right with him. Uh, so I wouldn't put it past him that he's involved in rituals and other, uh, let's say, exotic behavior. And when, what are some of the other points um, you wanted to bring up, uh, you know, what other people are talking about in the, new, the news you wanted to comment on or that you commented on other broadcasts recently? Oh, the only other thing uh, that I brought up to Jim was uh, that I don't believe Trump will be allowed to be president uh, for a variety of reasons. He broke the pact with the uh, going along with the peaceful transfer of power. Uh, he, he wouldn't play along with that. He projects the green agenda, and I'm telling you, the green agenda is going to be the next big conspiratorial shoot to drop here is after this uh, this election. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I mean that's going to be the ultimate card to uh, have us all uh, willingly comply into permanent servitude. I mean, your full spectrum of energy consumption being scrutinized and digitized. Well, yeah, and really to to simplify it, the, the green agenda really represents the complete centralized control of all natural resources on the planet. That's what it's really all about. And uh, that's going to move forward after this election charade is over with, regardless of who is elected, uh, this will not be stopped. Uh, it's gone too far, unfortunately. And uh, it's all part of the creation of, of a very new system that very few of us are going to recognize. Yes. No, I, I sadly, I agree all too much with that prediction. And as, as far as another component people might throw in, well, what about future pandemics? What about Bill and Melinda Gates snickering about the next one getting their attention, you know, really getting their attention? Uh, could it, could that be fit in? You know, maybe pandemics uh, would not would have trouble outdoing this one, you know, without people bleeding from their orifices and dying within minutes. But I mean, what well, if it's what, what if they relate it? They say because of climate change, we got the second pandemic and it's so much worse. So that's why we have to enforce all the climate change. Well, sure. They've already made that connection. They've already said I've heard <laughs> uh, so several lefties say that climate change actually makes viruses mutate quicker and spread easier and makes them more powerful and all this nonsense. So they've already gone there, <laughs> believe it or not. But I, I don't think that uh, they can pull off another pandemic. Um, in the next few years. Yeah. It's just going to be too obvious after this one. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people uh, kind of saw through it. A lot of people have had family members die from the vaccine. So I, I don't think that's going to be their play. I think economics is going to be the big play and uh, getting us into a, a real war here in the future in the next two or three years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the, the one thing on the climate uh, agendas uh, forwarding. Uh, well, I'm hearing some big players. Uh, BlackRock. Uh, I heard first. I heard J.P. Morgan, and then also allegedly BlackRock. You know that 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 some of these big players are are moving away from. Uh, and and you hear that about the uh, DEI, 
propaganda too, you know, requirements, diversity, equity, inclusion. It's just, but yeah, the, the ESG uh, is basically the, the whole social credit full spectrum. I mean, you have the, in the E for energy that relates to everything with the climate change, social it could relate to the anti-white agenda and governance. Governance, I mean, well, they could use that anything uh, in that category. But um, I don't know. You know, you, yeah, I've heard just now. You know, some reports of like, yeah, again, like J.P. Morgan pushing away from from the uh, you know the climate goal initiatives uh, and even BlackRock. So, what you think that it's a it's it's insignificant, right? I mean, in the long run, they'll get most, and it's really the middle management that they're trying to get to comply uh, to impact the surfs' lifestyles, ultimately, right? Well, well, yeah. See, the problem is is that you can't. Uh, the green agenda is not profitable. It's it's a big loser. It's going to lose a lot of money. It's going to cost a lot of money, and um, so they've got to get this new system in place. So. Uh, as long as we have the system we have now, there'll be a lot of complaining uh, because it's it's definitely not going to uh, be profitable. In fact, the numbers don't add up in any way on this thing, uh, to be honest. Uh, it really doesn't. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see how quickly uh, we lose more and more of our freedoms to the... Uh, CO2 slash methane uh, pseudoscience scam. And, uh, well, as far as plans for these other factors, I mean, we have, what, sustainable development goals uh, from the UN, uh, I believe, what, 17 currently. And this has to do with a lot of you know, a lot of the climate change uh, pseudoscience. I don't know. I mean, and then as far as the anti-white agenda, I mean, it, it helps play into that, you know, because, I mean, at the same time that a lot of farms are being shut down, uh, both here and in Europe, a lot of farmers losing their livelihood due to these climate regulations. You know, you have these like Biden having programs for black farmers only and <laughs> these types of things, you know. Uh, so, you know, it is kind of uh, curious how how they fit into each other. They're using the climate agenda to help their anti-white agenda as well, uh, from what I'm noticing. David, do you agree? Oh, absolutely. There, there's a huge amount of overlap there. Uh, no question about that. But the this uh, green agenda is 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 really a huge uh, problem. Is it? It's a it, it's going to be a, a failure in every way, uh, and I think they're, what they're going to have to do is get us involved in a real war, because a, a, a real war is the most transformative tool at their disposable, the cabal's disposal, and it's not about winning or losing the war, it's using war as a tool to create an incredible social transformation, and I, I think that's what we're in store for in probably the next two or three years. Yes, and and I mean, what were you going to um, add on the potential expanding Middle Eastern 
conflicts. I mean, I just heard Israeli jets attacked a Damascus apartment building, killing two. So there have been some incidents, you know, trying to accelerate things. I mean, I know you, I believe you've been of the stance that by and large, this has been a distraction from the ongoing genocide in Gaza. Isn't that correct? Oh, absolutely. I, I don't think it, we're, we're not uh, ready. The, uh, the timing isn't right yet for the major, the big war to start. And um, this is a distraction because this, uh, Israel is claiming that on Ramadan, they're going to start their uh, invasion and slaughter of, uh, you know, all the people that are jammed down there in, in tents and stuff. So it's a, uh, it's going to get real nasty here. They're just going to be shooting people on the streets. It's going to be the most outrageous uh, destruction of a, a civilian population uh, beyond anything which we've ever seen, even beyond which has already happened. It's going to be much, much worse. And yesterday, uh, what, the United States was the sole veto on a uh, at least a break to this onslaught uh, from the IDF. So, yeah, the United States federal government certainly looking uh, warm and fuzzy to the world right about now, isn't it? No, absolutely not. I mean, it's one failure after another, but I think that's on purpose to, you know, sort of this uh, power pivot to the east of, of power is in play here for sure and america's screwing up on purpose uh handing over power to for the next step in the game and i just got this uh in about the oil market u.s court ruling sends venezuela's oil backed bonds into collapse a day after a new york court ruling that venezuela venezuelan law would determine the validity of bonds issued by state-run PDVSA oil company. Bloomberg reports bonds have collapsed, slumping on questions over the validity. At stake, $2 billion in PDVSA bonds. The notes dropped $0.07 cents following Tuesday's ruling. And so, let's see, uh, on Tuesday, the New York State Court of Appeals ruled on the matter after Venezuela's opposition which controls the state-run oil company's U.S. assets, said the bonds set to mature in 2020 were invalid. They had not been approved by Venezuela's National Assembly. We'll be back. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? 
It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasteurized meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass fed and grass finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture raised where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended. back folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey here with wednesday co-host david scorpio i do want to remind folks to please help out rbn uh, when and uh, with however much you are able i mean uh, we have had some donations this past week which helped a bit with our dire state but you know there's a couple things that have still been uh well, uh, impacting, there was another uh, significant uh, bill that was just paid. And, uh, well, there was one that really had a had a lag a bit. But, uh, you know, we're starting to get over the hump uh, due to the 
you know, help from the listener base. So if you guys could continue, um, you know, people, different weeks, different uh, paychecks can work for different people. But, you know, uh, as you are able, uh, those of you, uh, and please, anything that could be recurring, you know, is greatly appreciated. Uh, or we could just have an automatic monthly or whatever that you can budget uh, within reason for your finances. And, of course, all this information is on the donate page at republicbroadcasting.org. But, uh, well, we could just at least mention there's, of course, PayPal and the address for those listening through other means, like satellite. I'll give out Republic Broadcasting Network uh, would uh, be mailed to 2251 Double Creek Drive, Suite 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. And as far as the payable uh, for a check or money order, it would be just the initials RBN. You know, not the whole Republic Broadcasting Network, but you could put down uh, the address, you know, uh, slot of the space of the envelope. Um, but if you want to call to donate or to any questions you have, please, you could, well, direct all that to 800-724-2719, extension 3. And as far as this oil thing, David, that I was just mentioning with Venezuela, it had to do with sanctions again, and that's really the uh, the, the main uh, factor. I mean, what in mid October uh, there was some sanctions relief package for Venezuela, so then their value jumped. You know, the bonds like ten cent jump. So you know now we just have more fluctuations because of the. Well, I mean most. By and large, these days, most of the U.S.'s sanctions of anyone and everyone, it's economic uh, inability to compete on a, a fair playing field. That's what it seems to me, right? Well, and of course, this is going to only add to the chaos uh, on the border of the United States. Uh, this has been ongoing for some time in Venezuela. You know, a lot of the problems Venezuela is facing is not just because of the Venezuelan government, it's because of the United States government messing with their country because Venezuela has nationalized some of the oil profits. That's what this is really all about. And, of course, now uh, you're going to see more Venezuelans uh, fleeing the country, going into other South American countries and up to America. So it's it's all part of this ongoing border chaos as well. Well, Yeah, well, that's definitely what I wanted to touch on next. Um, We're hearing that now Biden is going to try to do something, uh, an executive order he may issue uh, to stem the tide of illegals uh, so that he could claim that he did something about the problem that he 100% created, uh, as it at least as Zero Hedge is reporting it. So yeah, after reversing uh, Trump's executive action on border security in his first day of office, in office, which has resulted in a staggering 10 million illegals pouring in the U.S., we should add you know, the Biden administration's panicking, you know, ahead of this November election. So they may issue this executive order. Uh, according to Axios, uh, we have 
writing on the Biden administration's general panic. They say everyone around him is well aware, well aware of the need to jack this campaign up. A source close to Biden said the only way to deal with the negative aftershocks of the special counsel's report slamming Biden's age is for the president to be out there, to be visible, to be strong of presence and strong of voice. One bold move that Biden has considered, we're told, is an executive order that would dramatically staunch the record flow of migrants into the Southwest. This could even happen in the two weeks before the address, allowing Biden to say he took action while Republicans just talk. So, oh, yeah, you know, that the uh, author adds a commentary here. So, oh, yeah, that we've got to give $60 billion to Ukraine to fix our own border was complete BS after all. And then I have a little more on this, and I want to hear your thoughts, David. Uh, we'll be back on the other side. Check out these messages from our sponsors, folks. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call one 877 928 8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X T E N D O V I T E.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. 
State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. And we are back, folks, beyond the official narrative here on Republic Broadcasting. Richard Perry here with David Scorpio on the Lone Highway, the Lone Highway man himself. And so uh, NBC News had more on this reporting that the actions, which are still weeks away from finalization, would allow asylum officers to raise the standards they use in their credible fear reviews, the first screening given to those claiming asylum and are trying to avoid deportation for crossing into the U.S. illegally. ICE would also be able to prioritize recently arrived migrants for deportation in a, quote, last in, first out, unquote, policy. So... If you'll recall, for two full years after Biden opened the borders and invited millions of people into the country, nobody on the left had a problem until Republican governors began busing migrants into blue sanctuary cities, overloading them and infuriating urban black communities. A key demographic whose votes Democrats rely on every four years in between forgetting about them, uh, as this article goes. Uh, after finally admitting there's a major problem, the next Bruce Democrats and rhinos tried to pull on the American public is that the border can't be fixed without congressional action. A complete lie since it can be fixed via executive order. So, I don't know, you have any comments on any of that, David? Oh, actually, it seems like you're muted now. You were unmuted, actually. I was hearing your uh, your background. Oh, yeah. Yeah, can you hear okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, this article is obviously very skewed. You know, it's trying to say, oh, it's the you know the Republicans want to stop the illegal immigration. It's the Democrats that's the problem, but that's not really true. Both parties love illegal immigration, but for different reasons. Uh, the Republicans love the cheap labor. It keeps the value of labor low if you're constantly flooding the country with low-skilled workers who are willing to work for next to nothing. And number two. Um, the Republicans uh, started amnesty. It was under Reagan that the first amnesty bill was passed that sort of set the stage for the ongoing problem with the border. Once you do one amnesty, it sort of sets the tone that, hey, come on in, you're, you, we'll, we'll make it legal later. 
and I, you know, that I think that's what's going on here as well. So I don't think uh, that the Republicans are going to do a damn thing about what's going on. I think it's going to continue, unfortunately, and uh, both parties are to blame. Uh, the Republicans just put on an act like they care, but for the most part, they really don't. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And as far as the changing demographics, these open borders are uh, aiding. Well, I have this new study predicting whites will become a minority in the United States by 2050. This was by a a college group. I don't know, I've never heard of them. but um, So yeah, by 2050, a minority in multicultural Americans will be the majority of the U.S. population, David. Does that uh, surprise you at all, or does it seem like on track with uh, the trends? The, uh, you know, the rate that things have been shifting. Uh, I think it's difficult to predict what's going to happen in 2050, uh, because we don't know what forces are going to be at work by that point. Too many things are unknown. That's a long ways off. Uh, that's, that's like going under the assumption that we're going to continue on the current paradigm. And I think the chances of that are next to zero. So predict that far in the future is, uh, uh, kind of pointless because we're going to be going through some huge changes and it's going to depend on what happens uh, actually in the next few years uh, as to where we are uh, in 2050. So uh, who knows? That could be right, but I I don't think so. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, just uh, putting that out there. Uh, Google kind of apologized after its woke AI Gemini is exposed now as an anti-white racist, is what they're calling it. Like, I mean, it's embarrassingly hard to get Google Gemini to acknowledge white people exist, is what one user commented on with their results in an X post. And, you know, I mean, Gemini's AI image generation does generate a wide range of people it generates a wide range of people and that's generally a good thing because people around the world use it but i mean yeah i mean a lot of historically inaccurate uh just depictions again very hard to even acknowledge white people exist with the uh, results that it brings up and yeah a lot of diverse images with inaccuracies like black vikings you know, a lot of historically inaccurate depictions <laughs> like that. And so a lot of people are slamming this uh, this uh, Google Gemini AI. I've never even heard of this thing, David. Have you? No, I've never heard of it. Uh, but it's not surprising. You know, of course, all this AI hype, you know, I, I kind of downplay it personally because um, AI is only as good as the information that's put into it. It's the old garbage in, garbage out. Thing. So however you program AI is what it's going to do. It's not like AI is going to become a sentient being and start making its own decisions. It's it's all it's a simulation of intelligence. It's not really that way at all. So, uh, yeah, but I, no, I've never used that or I've never even heard of it, actually. And uh, 
Well, I mean, I, I found a lot of interesting um, coverage, though, of this, of the, you know, developing, well, anti-white agenda, frankly, in the in the country at at this one site. I, I don't know, like, maybe it's not been around too long. Now, the name <laughs> might be a bit off-putting for a lot of people because, uh, you know, uh, I think, oh, well, you know, if you're just uh, feeding into a... Uh, uh, aggressive, mind-clouding sort of a mentality, you know, with these terminologies. But no, the, the, the website is called Race War, uh, racewar.news. Have you heard of this one, David? No, but it sounds interesting. Yeah, no, it actually really is. I mean, they have a lot of good stories. Um, here are some of the headlines from racewar.news. Uh, anti-white FAA accused of giving black aviation students code words to put in their resumes to skip to the front of the hiring line. It's a story on that. Uh, U.S. medical schools defy Supreme Court ruling, say they'll continue to teach anti-white hate to the next generation of doctors. Uh, Senior BBC employee branded white people a parasitical deviant breed and yeah i had this clip i've been wanting to play uh maybe i'll bring it up for hour two and and we could have mike run it but no it was it was a a video of this professor you know this black professor just going off um and you know the, the the narrative some of these people are being fed you know this like uh, what well, I, I guess it's a result of the um critical race theory conditioning and it was, I don't know, it was pretty noteworthy. Uh, let's see. Well, we've been hearing about this at a lot of universities. Whistleblower confirms that University of Washington discriminates against whites, Asians. Canadian medical schools shift from medical expertise training to anti-racism and social justice brainwashing. Okay, well, that'll help uh, patients, I'm sure, uh, focusing on that. In their training, former ADL boss Abe Foxman calls for scrapping DEI. Okay, well, what does he do now, uh, today? I mean, why is he relevant? But anyway, a Texas man arrested for arson after claiming house burned down due to racist hate crime. Uh, Here's an interesting one. Girl Scouts of America now tells girls white people are evil oppressors. Evil oppressors, Girl Scouts of America, are uh, <laughs> labeling white people. Wow. Israeli purposely targeted innocent William, women and ch- children in Gaza to level fertility playing field. The plan is to kill the children. So racewar.news has an article on that with uh, yeah, pretty extensive coverage, it looks like. So and oh and then here's another one Jewish nonprofit HIAS accused of using 105 million in taxpayer money to import huge numbers of non-white immigrants to America and that's the Hebrew Immigration Aid Society established yes, yes. Yeah. that's actually uh, huge uh, Richard you know that Alejandro Mayorkas guy was the former head of that if you can believe that look it up it's true so this, this guy, they put this guy, of all people, 
to be in charge of the border. It's a total setup for failure on purpose. And let's be honest here. It's the Jews that are behind the anti-white agenda because it's their intention to rule over a brown humanity, sort of a mud race of humanity as the only white, so-called white race. Uh, They appear white, but they're actually not. But they want to, I mean, it's been a long, ongoing battle for the the last 200 years uh, in Europe uh, between Jews and white people. And unfortunately, most white people today don't even know they're in a war. Uh, But I think it's becoming apparent to more and more white people slowly but surely. Yes, yes, uh, I, I, I think so. Uh, slowly but surely is, is the thing. I mean, for some of these people, even some of the callers to RBN who obviously are, are trying to trigger uh, any of us who are uh, trying to take a stand against the anti-white agenda, frankly. You know, I mean, you'll get people who are just with an intent of bashing whitey uh, with their call. And, you know, I mean, these are these are white people themselves, it seems, in, in, in many cases. It's just amazing the level of, uh, you know, even with so-called conservatives in this environment, you know, the level of conditioning people can have to have double standards at how other races are to th- be able to think of themselves and bettering their group and thinking positive of their group, uh, looking out for their group and, 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 and white people. And uh, I don't know. Sometimes I just want to say, you know, recommend to some of these people to just go live in South Africa, you know, and all their dreams will come true, David. Oh, yes. All your dreams will come true in South Africa. Uh, Again, that's a country that went through a communist revolution, essentially. Uh, Mandela was the communist, backed by Jewish communists. And uh, now they've got a country that's completely screwed up. Very, very corrupt. Um, and, um, you know, I think anti-white agenda is, is doomed to failure eventually because, um, I, I don't know, I just see more and more white people realizing what the deal is and are refusing to play along in those same games. But, you know, you've got these people that are, are trained through the university system that's funded by Jewish money uh, to create these sort of professors and intellectuals uh, that believe this kind of nonsense, but it's not going to really fare all that well in the real world. And um, they're, they're creating a very dangerous situation that uh, I believe is going to play out very soon. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And, uh, yeah, maybe, again, in the start of the second hour, I could let people hear this this one professor I was referring to, but uh, I don't know. I mean, do you think things are going to? I, do you think we're going to have something similar to the summer of BLM we had in 2020 um, in the next, like, say, two three years to be used for some reason or another? David, do you see that in that near uh, of the future? Well, it depends on who's elected president. Uh, if the Democrats elected, which I believe will happen, no. Uh, but uh, if if somehow Trump is elected, I, you know anything's possible. Anything's possible. But I think it's, that's a very unlikely scenario. Uh, if that happens, they're going to unleash all kinds of things, 
to make life very unpleasant for the average American on a multitude of fronts. Uh, so, um, but it's all going to depend on who becomes president, Richard. Hmm. Well, yeah, that that yeah, that is true. So many people will uh, react if if Trump were to become president. You know, you'll have a lot of these blacks who've been conditioned drinking their own uh, Kool Aid. Well, <laughs> it's not really cool. It's not really their Kool Aid. It's sort of a kosher uh, diversity Kool Aid. But um, they're going to flip out and think that it's justified. I mean, a lot of people are saying that it'll be you know, just the end of the world. I mean, you know, that it'll be just like what we're told, what you're told on the History Channel, Adolf Hitler was like, uh, worse than that with Trump. You know, I mean, <laughs> this is the, the sort of rhetoric you're hearing that, um, you know, that he's just going to be trying to. Uh, murder people and force everyone into this and that. And uh, I mean, yeah, there'll definitely be a, a racial reaction in, in that regard if he's president. So, I mean, yeah, there is that. And well, then Richard, if, don't forget all, all the gangster uh, thug life blacks like Trump now. So he'll have those guys on his side at least after his mugshot, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, that is that is true. Yeah, you know, it might be a little different now than it was in uh, the era of the 2020 riots. So, but I, I think it's very unlikely Trump's going to get reelected. I, I really, really do. Uh, and you know, I pointed this out on Jim's show, and um, he wasn't too happy about it. But uh, the. Uh, Trump has to win all the swing states. If you look at the, the election map, just going on purely mundane, non-conspiratorial thinking here, um, he has to win all of the swing states. Yeah, yeah, after the break, definitely. We'll be back. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Hi. 
Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the cool United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. are back folks beyond the official narrative here on republic broadcasting richard carey here with david scorpio so you were talking about the, the swing states david uh, the challenges trump would have in theory well yeah he's got to win all the swing states uh from from the last election which is highly unlikely and then the other thing that's really stacked up against him is the big swing voter in this this election cycle is single women and um, the problem is of course he's been convicted in a civil court of rape and um, obviously that's all nonsense but perception uh, creates reality you know in terms of the normies and so it just doesn't look good for a guy that's trying to get the the woman vote um, to be you know convicted of of uh, rape uh, so even though the whole charge is nonsense but um, so th- those factors are definitely working against Trump. And by the way, sorry if there's some uh, audio issues here. You know, like like I said last night, I'm currently in an underground military base beneath the uh, sands of New Mexico, and um, the reception's not so good down here. But uh, interestingly enough, they have a food court, they have a Taco Bell, and a PF Chang's, 
there's even a guy that uh, is making uh, falafels. So it's an interesting place to be, but sorry for the bad audio. Yeah, no, uh, we definitely understand and we'll have to make do. But yeah, I mean, so it's it's curious as far as the uh, possibility of, well, I don't know, you know, a lot, yeah, you talk about all these doubles and everything. I don't know if it matters that much. Uh, the whole administration, the Biden administration may get a second term after all, even though he just went a week ago because of his competency, you know, his mental state. Uh, it was declared that he wouldn't be uh, prosecuted by the DOJ, uh, David. So, I mean, it, it would be ridiculous, even with body doubles, just the optics of, of him continuing, uh, you know, where, you know, he can claim he has no brain when it's convenient. Well, yeah, and I think, uh, I, I do think there's a faction within the Democrat apparatus or machine that wants to get rid of him and pass the torch to the next generation. And, of course, Gavin Newsom is the perfect character for that because uh, he's telegenic, and um, a lot of women would definitely vote for him. He's handsome, even though he looks like a greasy used car salesman. Uh, but he, he is uh, telegenic, and he's connected, and he's on board with the right agendas. So um, he'd, he'd be a good replacement if they go that route. But given the fact that they have doubles, um, they may not have to. So... There's at least one extra Joe Biden out there because uh, the guy looks really different in certain situations, even has different colored eyes and different kinds of ears. So, uh, you know, it's very strange. Hmm. Okay, well, stick around, folks, and we'll be back with the second hour right here on Republic Broadcasting Network. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 